This is a story all about how Strictly got flipped, turned upside down. And I'd like to take a minute, just sit right there, and I'll tell you how Alfonso became the man to grace the fourth judge's chair. In Dancing with the Stars, he was trained and praised. In the dance studio, he spent most of his days chilling out, maxing, relaxing all cool, and performing contemporary dances without any rules. But Bruno Tonioli, who was up to no good, decided to go vacation out in old Hollywood. I won one little dance show and Shirley got inspired. She said, get yourself to Elstree, my darling. You're hired. I whistled for a cab and when it came near, the license plate said seven and it had glitter balls on the mirror. If anything, I could say that this cab was rare, but I thought, now forget it. You're home to Elstree. I pulled up to the studio about seven or eight and I yelled to the cabbie, yo Anton, smell you later. I looked at my kingdom, I was finally there, to sit on my throne, the fourth judge's chair. I can't believe I went there either. Hello and welcome to the Keep Dancing podcast. I'm Ellie and I'm your host. Tonight I'm joined by Elliot and Meg. We may be down on the numbers, but we are certainly up in enthusiasm. We're your 100% unofficial, unexpurgated and contemporarily wafting source of Strictly Come Dancing analysis and opinions. We aren't neutral, We aren't always polite, but we are able to pretend that wing walking on a plane is in some way related to dance training. If you'd like to get in touch with us, email us at keepdancingpodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter and Instagram at at keepdancingpod. We would love to hear from you. We're also making an effort to spread ourselves over as many platforms as possible. So we're now on YouTube, Spotify, and we have a website at keepdancingpodcast.com. If you enjoy what you hear, Please tell your friends about the podcast. So, hi, Elliot. Hi, Meg. Aloha. Hello. Hello. Well, well, well. Quite. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, Where do we... I, I always forget that at this point in the series, um, autumn, autumn Sunday nights are essentially about just fuming. The rage is keeping me warm right now yes <laughs> toasting on the flames of our own rage <laughs> we'll go into I guess what we're quite so angry about and that is Vic Hope was robbed yes well <laughs> right let's go through the other dancers first and then we can get warmed up have a nice good run at it Dancing the American Smooth, and reminding us that summer is gone, now it's damp and bloody freezing, it's Dr. Range and his partner, Jeanette. I know everybody has to have a chance of opening the show, but I just feel like this routine was a bit too slight to open the show. It, it wasn't a great lot, was it? I didn't really enjoy this. I mean... It felt like a rom-com where they were married, but they're in their mid-30s with two kids, but they've ditched the kids to go on a nice little holiday, and then they decide to have this little dance on the beachfront. Well, 
that's what they were going for, but... I didn't enjoy it. If that, I, I get if that's what they were going for. They achieved it, but did I like it? No. I found uh, the, the trousers that they'd put Rand in made him look weirdly childlike, and I didn't like that. Yes, they were very odd trousers. They were definitely the wrong trousers. It was a week, a week of weird trousers. Yes. But given that I myself am currently wearing like high-waisted, wide-legged trousers in very much the sort of male ballroom fashion, I suppose I should probably keep it quiet. <laughs> uh, I just... Uh, it wasn't a very smooth American smooth. Like, the clue is in the name, and then and that was... Yeah. It just wasn't, was no. it? No. I mean, I, I love Dr. Rand, and his smile is, is was so nice to see that again after... Uh, Serious philosophy. But I just... I did not love that dance. I was actually quite... Um, surprised by some of the scoring, actually. What did he get? Uh, so five, six, seven, seven, total 25. That's the kind of score where they're not sure whether that actually was going to be good for this week or was going to be bad for this week. So they're sort of going... Eh. Yeah. It's just a pity. And he was improving in hold, though. So that was a plus. Yeah, and this was an American Smooth that was actually supposed to be an American Smooth. Uh, we'll get back to that later, I guess. And it was nice to see him having a go at the lifts. Yes. Which everybody can have a go at. Like, there is something that everybody can do, no matter what your strength level is. I, I certainly wasn't feeling it. I'm not detecting vast amounts of enthusiasm for Dr. Ranger's American Smooth, so... Nah. Uh, time is short. Life is fleeting. Dancing the couple's choice contemporary, or as it's also known, 12 lifts in an air grab, it's Lauren Steadman and her partner, AJ. Can I just say as a first line, I absolutely hated this. Uh, yes you can, Elliot. It... I did not like this one bit. I was so bored by the end of this performance. Like, what actually happened in this performance? Can someone please tell me? <clears throat> well, it's funny you should say that, because Anne, who can't be with us this evening, she's emailed in a statement, which I'm not going to read in the voice of Sid, because um, it's clear that it, take two, it takes two viewers. Don't appreciate Sid. Anne says... So pleased to have contemporary in the show. The stylistic choice of flexed feet was a positive one, but would have liked her legs more bent in the running motif. Lauren was the star of the dance and Anne didn't look at AJ once, but it felt like the intro to a longer piece than a standalone dance. Just when it stopped, I felt like it was getting somewhere. And I agree with Anne that it just felt like an intro. Like, it didn't kick in. But it also just felt like AJ was putting Lauren into different lifting positions and I was just like, what is the point of this? Yeah, it just didn't go anywhere. I just... I got zero story from this. Like, contemporary is where you can showcase a story and something, and especially because the song, it does build and it does have a climax in the chorus, but we got none of that, I felt, and it was just a bit stiff and 
awkward. And, you know, as a debut of the couple's choice, it wasn't a great advertisement for it either, considering, like, this is the new, you know, trendy thing we're doing on Strictly. And it kind of fell flat like a lead balloon. Mm. And I really want to enjoy this one because I don't want to, like, bag on Laura and AJ every single week because I do actually like them. I just, I... If they don't have a wow moment next week, they could be going home because time is running out on this show now. They are definitely in the middle group. Like, the real strugglers are gone now. And now, you know, it's people who... It's the people who go between Halloween and Blackpool and she's going to fall into that group unless she has a wow. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm not going to lie. When they announced that one of the couple's choice was going to be contemporary, my heart did sink a bit. I... I'm not a particularly huge fan of contemporary wafting in any form. Um, and this was wafty. It was very wafty and very lifty. And I just, if they hadn't done the little VTT at the beginning, kind of explaining what it was meant to be, I would have kind of just been sitting there going, okay. Okay. Um, as a, yeah, I'm I'm like Elliot. I don't want to, I don't want to constantly be negative about Lauren and AJ, but it, they're going to have to punch it up a notch because that's not going to get them to Blackpool. No. Um, the thing is, though, this was choreographed by Lucas McFarlane, who is an amazing choreographer. He won Got to Dance a few years ago, and I love him as a dancer. And he also did the stage staging for Monsters and Queens by Sara. Oh, did he? He was in charge of that. Oh. Yeah, he he did. He was the staging director alongside Ryan Feldman. Um, so I was really excited that they got him on board to do this. And they were hyping us up on Instagram and Twitter, like, oh, yeah, I'm doing the first one. Also, I got really excited, and then we got this, and I was just like, what the hell is this? This is... 2% of what you can do, Lucas. Granted, you know, AJ and Lauren aren't contemporary dancers, but I wanted more, so much more from this. I think I think this showed a bit that contemporary dance is uh, like uh, modern conceptual art. You look at it and you go, well, I could do that. It's just rolling around and air grabbing. Actually, it turns out it's mo- much more complicated than that, and you have to have a great deal of sort of physical theatre skill and sort of very precise control over the sort of tension in your body to be able to pull off the contemporary. Yeah, it's that fine line of acting and dancing contemporary. You need to have both to really sell it, but you also need to have like a personal connection to your dance to get the emotion across and. We didn't get that from Lauren or AJ tonight, I felt. No, just, I think AJ's the wrong person to look to for deep emotional storytelling. It's like a puddle. Bless him. He's too young. Yeah, not lived enough. Not lived enough. Anyway, because we've had a fairly dispiriting start to the episode, let's hurry swiftly on. Dancing the tango and proving that a combination of laughs, hugs and barely veiled threats is the best training routine possible, it's Graham Swan and his partner, Oti. She knows where he lives now. There is no, like, oh, yes. he, can't, he can't slack off training. 
Oh, but uh, God, did we need this performance after the first two? Because this was brilliant. This didn't just kick this episode up the bum. It kicked the whole series up the bum. Yes. It, 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 that mm. was Oti putting down a marker saying, this is what I can do with a mid-range dancer. Bring it. And what I did love is that the performance side, shall we say, and like the more acting besides just the steps... That all see, that all worked with the lyrics of the song in time with them brilliantly. So they were acting out what was being sung by the band, which gave it this another dimension. And his hold has improved so much from that American Smooth. Like it did not falter an inch, and I was really impressed. Oh well, we haven't seen if he's got one of those posture harness things. Like uh, I'm sure we'll get to with Joe later on. Um, but yes, I needed this so much. Um, I don't know whether I needed grey and eyeliner, but this is what we got. I, it turns out I'm actually here for grey and eyeliner. Oh, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's nice when you find out you're here for something. <laughs> it, it was surprising. Uh, I was a little alarmed, but no, that worked for him. I really liked this stance. Um, I mean, I was a bit worried when it was announced that it was going to be uh, Roxanne. Um, partly, and I know it's a different tango style and it's a very different thing, but I th- I hear those two words in combination, I think, uh, of the Argentine tango in Moulin Rouge. Yes, that's what we do our tango walks to. Um... Oh, such a good version. Mm-hmm. But but no that I'm and this was obviously the English tango yeah um, ballroom tango uh, but no his frame was spectacular um, so I can only assume that aside from the fact that Oti now lo- knows where um, he lives I think she's possibly got small spies located in the house as well now reporting back. On whether or not he's slacking. <laughs> the kids will be reporting on his posture now. I can say he's got three kids and they're not going to care. They're going to love grasping their dad up. So she's going to be loving it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so sort of choreographically, there was a bit of smoke and mirrors maybe to look like Graham was doing more than he was actually doing. But she definitely made it at least look like he was doing a 90% awesome tango. Yes. And and really, in some cases, that's kind of the pro's job. Yeah. I mean, ideally, they'd like the celeb to to be able to do that, but it, it's also a lot of supporting from, from behind, if, if you will. Uh, I was I'll impressed see. with the, the rose swapping, because that could have gone wrong. Yes, um, Anne says a new term has been born this year, roseography. (laughs) And Oti created such a powerful and atmospheric dance, which, even though it wasn't technically spellbinding, was more of a showcase of we are one hell of a team. Yeah. Yeah, Anne's Anne's about right there. Yeah, Yeah. and after the first two dances, after the first two dances, we could have had dry ice up to their flipping necks. And then surrounded by a wall of mirrors. And I still would have loved it if they gave that much drama and attack to it. Because, like I said, 
My God, did we need this? Why was why didn't this open the show instead? This was a fabulous show opener. Why didn't this? Too dark. Too dark. I don't care. Give me all the dark and atmospheric stuff. At least I was interested. Yeah. Speaking of tonal contrasts, actually, the tonal contrast coming out of a very serious and sort of tear-jerking and thought-provoking episode of Doctor Who into the glittery banality of a baseball-themed pro routine was quite something. Yeah, the whiplash is real. Yeah. Yeah, like I don't think I was like really watching strictly until about fifteen minutes in. Um yeah, Doctor Who. Wow. Um any more on Graham and Otie? So we've got Graham and Otie in for Halloween. How exciting. And he's doing thriller. Yes. What they dance what what rhythm is that? Was that gonna be the couple's choice, do you think? I don't know, but would it potentially be possible to do a cha-cha to it? Because there's only two boys left to cha-cha. He could. Um, Should he? No. He, <laughs> he could. But um, you would lose a lot of the Latin flair doing a cha-cha. The way you can mix thriller with a ballroom dance is paso. Because then you could do the arm movements, but then have an element of flamenco to still make it paso doble. Yeah, and he's not done a paso, so I... No, so I think that's the safer option. <laughs> really hope he goes for paso rather than cha-cha. Because, yeah, cha-cha won't work. Or, 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 couple's choice street dance. Cool. <laughs> sure. Sure. Cool daddy Graham. After tonight, anything passes as couple's choice street dance. That's all I'm going to say for now. Oh, oh, oh. Well, we'll have to uh, warm up before you let fly on that. Um, and that was the lovely Graham. Dancing the rumba and rotating her juicy nuggets in a tribute to Twirly Shirley, I think, it's Ashley Roberts and her partner Pasha. So Ashley's, um, Ashley's character is coming out and it turns out she's weird. She's endearingly weird. Bizarre. Which, which 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 bit silenced you? Juicy nuggets or twirly Shirley? Twirly Juicy Shirley. Just <laughs> <laughs> expecting that. I think I just blanked that out. <laughs> yeah, like she went straight. Was was it at the judges or in the auditorium? She just went juicy nuggets, and fair enough. That might get clipped, uh, turned into a clip that can be uh, used in the soundboard. I think it has to. <laughs> I mean, that's just a, you know, sound bite on a plate. <laughs> just a weird thing to say when you're on TV, Ashley. Yes. Okay, so we were doing a sort of power ballad rumba to Elton John. It had a bit more, um, like, grunt to it than a normal rumba. It wasn't like a sort of a contemporary wafting rumba. It was... Um, Bonnie Tyler really leaning into the wind machine rumba. Very Corolla. Yeah. If we want to go wind machine. Yes. The, the, wing, the, the wing? The thing that really bugged me the most about Ashley's rumba is that when she was doing a line and she would stood still, her legs were perfectly straight and they looked fabulous. The second she moved her legs, bent legs. Like, she did a line where she lifted her right leg up in an outstretched and then she ran forward and she did it 
all on bent legs and it was just ew. I like the dress at least but I like their dancing but I've yet to love a dance machine Pasha I'm still wanting to be like wow yeah that's actually really good I'll take back what I said in these first four episodes but no I'm still here do you want a bit it to on the be meh. do you want it to be sort of a higher skill level do you want it to be messier do you want it to be more emotional what do you want I think I just want performance. I think we're just, we're lacking something from her. And I don't know what it is. It could, I think I just need like the, oh my God, wow. Since like sensation I get when I watch people on Strictly, like, you know, everyone has that breakthrough dance where you just can't, you know, stop watching what they're doing and you just, it finishes and you just think that was incredible. Mm. I haven't had that from Ashley yet. Meg, do you remember her looking down the camera at all? Uh, now that you come to mention it, no. Because I seem to recall there was an awful lot of dragging and an awful lot of crotch shots. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was gussety. And not a lot of basic rumba. No. Um, but I also don't... I don't think I remember a bit where she made eye contact with quote-unquote me because that that Uh, has been our long-running theory that you are never going to be able to win strictly if you can't look down the audience uh uh, look down the camera and make eye contact with the audience on the sofa yeah and considering our main issue was we felt a disconnect to her and we felt like we didn't really know her this would have been a great chance to sort of like lean into that and like kind of show us more of that side like down the camera and she's just completely missed it apart from her being absolutely cuckoo bananas it seems so yeah uh don't know how to feel I about it i was very impressed with the shirley ballas tribute twirls though oh yeah you gotta have yes. a shirley ballas twirl yeah which is it something like so it's 10 it's the girl doing 10 rotations while also doing an underhand turn yes because um the video circulates at least once every six months where there's a competition where Shirley and her husband were on the floor and they do like a figure and she is just literally spinning for a good 15 seconds It's and then she just stops dead it's really really impressive I implore everyone to try and find this um, video She to help her she had a dress that was like black and white very similar to Debbie's Rumba dress from last mm. year. Uh, yeah, and she is just spinning on the spot and then just stops. And spinning and spotting is a very hard skill to do. So if anyone can do that and do it with conviction and then just like not stumble over their foot or look like they've just been through a washing machine and a bit confused. Yeah, so I just, I just don't know about Ashley. I just don't. I honestly feel like her televote score is quite low down. And I think the judges are saving her every single week. As soon week. as she has an off week, she's gone. Yeah. Um, the, 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 second, yeah. The, second someone, the second she has a bad week and everyone else has a decent week, she will be in that bottom two. She won't leave the show, but she'll be in the bottom Knocking two. Knocking out somebody we really like. Um, so next week, she might have a chance uh, for us to get to know her a bit better. She is Charlestoning for Halloween. Yes. What are they going to dance to? I don't know. Um, unless they use bad moon ri- unless it's Bad Moon Rising, but we had Susanna and Kevin do that, and we've already had one. We don't need Pasha dressed as a werewolf, and we had Kevin dressed as a werewolf a few years ago. 
I'm just about to consult the Ultimate Strictly website to try and find a list of spooky Charlestons. Um, there's been a Charleston to Bad Moon Rising to Bad Romance that was Kirsty and Brendan. Oh, Lord. That's, is that a uh, Charleston? No. No, that's a tango or a cha-cha. I think it's one of those ones where... Um, you know, a swing band will do a cover of a modern pop song because that's very postmodern. Oh, postmodern yeah. pop Yeah. They've um, got quite a good thriller version at the moment, actually. With tap dancing. Well, oh, good grief. Um, Charleston, chitty chitty, bang bang. <laughs> uh, Steve Watts' face and Ola Jordan did a Charleston to Dem Bones, Dem Bones. It's. It's going to be an interesting song choice and an interesting concept, and I feel like this Charleston is either going to be her wow where, where I go, I, I do love it, or I'm going to find it really irritating. Um, I feel like this Charleston is going to have no real ground for me at all. Well, maybe maybe they'll surprise us with a secret Charleston spooky song, <laughs> uh, and maybe they won't. Uh, and we'll just have to f- leave it until Tunes on Tuesday to make up our minds. Thanks, Ashley. Thanks, Pasha. <laughs> Dancing a quick step where a man bun isn't even in the top five irritating things about the routine. It's Sean Walsh and his partner, Katya. Okay, top five irritating things about the routine. Um, the guitar? The guitar. Chastity guitar. Uh, a chastity guitar, Jake Bug's song, Sean not picking his feet up, Katya not being allowed to dress sexy anymore, and... The, the bit where he was basically dragging her across the thing because he was going too fast. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> and I have the, a lot the of... B-level choreograph- choreographical tricks, and... No. No. Uh, yeah, this felt a bit flat this week, which I was quite disappointed in. And in the dance-off, they were just going through the motions, and I find it so annoying that they, them just going through the motions and making loads of mistakes uh, knocked Vic out when the main mm. problem was that her the person who was supposed to do choreography for her didn't. Yeah, I felt the judges were very polite in their critiques of the song. Like, oh, you just lost a bit of steam in the middle. It's like, no, he forgot the entire routine. He, his feet did not know what they were doing. This whole concept was stupid. And yeah, I wasn't a fan. And just quick step, it was just, it was so flat and such a step down from his last two weeks. And I was just like, it feels like you've given up, Sean. So I was shocked the judges chose to keep him tonight. I really am, because it it looked like he gave up. Yeah. At least at least Craig saw sense and was like, "Yeah, you know, I was on Team Craig tonight." I just I just couldn't believe it. Yeah, like Vic even Vic... when he got even when Shirley saved him, he just laughed. Yeah, which I think is in this context when someone's just been knocked out and she was devastated, it's a bit rude. The fact that Sean didn't even half ass his dance off. And Vic went and did all that. She'd been crying up until 30 seconds before she started dancing and then was crying again immediately after. Bless her. 
it didn't feel good this evening. It did not feel good. I'm, nice. I'm being very quiet because... If you can't say anything nice... Like Emily <laughs> last week. Yeah, don't say anything. Well, we'll draw a polite veil over it all. And surely Sean will get um, absolutely... I'm trying to find the word. If he makes it to Blackpool... I'm going to be unimpressed. I think he's going to get stitched up at Halloween. They're going to do something that obscures his face. Prosthetics. Oh, that was the other thing. That was the other thing, actually. I will say, the gurning came back. Mm. Gurn, gurn, gurn. Cannot... Ah! Right, okay. Dancing the samba and allowing Kevin to mark off another routine in his ongoing quest to to remake Strictly Ballroom on Strictly. It's Stacey Dooley and her partner, Kevin. Oh, this was so camp and I absolutely loved every last second of this. Just like, I... I, Thank you, Kevin. This was brilliant. Have you had enough camp yet, Ellie? No, no. Keep spooning it on. Spoon it on. We can, it's, stri- it's strictly. You can never have enough camp, and Kevin understands that. Feather arch, feather fans, feather bums, feather heads. Feather shoulder. <laughs> all the feathers. They, they rolled the first, her. My first line was all the feathers. Just She had every single spare feather in that box from DSI, and she's like, they're mine. I've got a long <laughs> no one else sta- touched them. I've got a long-standing fantasy of uh, basically <laughs> going on a trolley dash in a really nicely stocked haberdashers, and uh, Stacy looks like the embodiment of that. <laughs> she does like the sort of thing where you're told to run for a wall and whatever sticks and you get to keep. Yeah, and she's gone to the I nicest mean- bit of the haberdashery and got it all. Yeah. But yeah, this was really camp. This was really stupid, stupid, but in a good way. I don't want to say like a nasty way. It was just, it was so much energy. It was so high impact. Um, Kevin actually looked like he was going full out for his partner. Like his hips were moving really like for a professional. He had a lot of hip action and a lot of personality. Because, you know, normally they sort of like dance down a bit to make them look better. No, it looked like he was trying his absolute best. And I think that brought Stacey up as well. And they just, they just sold it. They were both absolutely, they were going for it. Um, I was impressed that once the samba started, the samba did not stop. Yes, it, that was a non-stop samba party. Um, and like, so Shirley called it a basic routine, but that's what she meant by that was it was a routine where it was all com- content you could recognise in a competition yes. uh, rather than a, a routine that was at a basic skill level. Um, or a routine that likes uh, plaid shirts and pumpkin spice lattes. Yeah. Oh, and uh, samba was what we were doing in, uh, in dance class on Tuesday, and it is absolutely brutal. The idea of learning a, a routine that's good enough to go on TV in that in a week is just crazy. Yeah, samba is the most technically challenging dance of Latins. It's incredibly tough. And yeah, it, it, there was a lot of basic figures, but they were put together in such a good way that I am always a fan of seeing good... Of, basic seeing basic done well than you trying to go for the flashy stuff and it falling flat and not working i would happily see every couple just do a basic composition routine and do it well 
And that's what Kevin did, because he knew what Shirley and Craig would want in a samba, which is competent footwork and competent figures. And I think it's brilliant. I I love it. And her rondes were so much better than the cha-cha. I saw her do rondes and was like, that's how you're supposed to do them. So I'm glad she managed to get over a few of rondes it looked like. And... I want to see the samba again in the final. This is the dance I want to see them do in the final already. Like, you, yeah. can, you can keep the minion jive, you can keep the 60s foxtrot. I want to see the camp fabulous samba because this would just be amazing in the final. In terms of skill level, I think with a bit of finesse, it's a 40 yes, dance. Yes, it is. Because what's what's not to love about it? It puts you in a good mood. It gets your, gets got your energy going. And, and I just Stacey, loved every second. Stacy is the like incontrovertible star of it as well. Yes, and I I think there's there's things that need tidying up to make it a, a forty. Yeah, um, yeah. I agreed with Craig that she needs to spot her her twirls, um, but I know how hard that is, particularly when you're not a dancer, because um, I do. Um, I do tap, uh, and so I, you wouldn't think it, but there is actually quite a lot of turning around and tap, uh, particularly if you're doing some hideous time steps. And it is hard to snap your head around to the same point every time, but it pays off because you're so much cleaner when you turn and you don't feel like you're going to puke, which... <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a benefit. But I love that they 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 brought a like a dumpster truck of camp to this. Oh yeah, just keep loading the camp on. Just do. I love I loved how Stacy was like at the beginning of Strictly. She was like just some lip balm, and, and then by this routine, she was like saying, "I, I think we need more feathers." <laughs> just that dress. Yeah. Well, good grief! There's something you could wear down to the shops. <laughs> Absolutely. And take the fans with you as well. Well, stick, you'll need the fans. Stick them on each shoulder. Solid. <laughs> or, or, or make them into like a headband. Um, so I think it's fair to say we really liked that. Loved yes. it. Two thumbs, way, way up. Are, are, we going, are we going for that as routine of the night? Or is that yet to come? Oh, no, this is my highlight of the evening. This was fantastic. This was the standout. Again... For the third week running, Stacey's been in standout for me. I think yeah, st- I, so Stacey's going to win this series then. Yes. I mean, <laughs> she is on the right path to win. She's been consistent and consistently good. If Joe doesn't win by the sheer numerics of it, Stacey will win uh, through being the nice, relatable lady dancing with nice Kevin, doing dances that show extreme improvement a proper journey and a lot of skill and fun. Where where is she on the chart that we've mentioned in the past? The like the the strictly graph. Yeah, the journey graph. She must be doing pretty consistent on that now. Let's have a look because they haven't updated yet. They haven't updated the graph since October 7th. Um, Curse them. But I think 
it's probably a reasonable shout that that she's on it now. Because Joe and Diane, after an, a good initial couple of weeks, went straight off it. And they're kind of veering back towards it, but but I think she's been more consistent, and I'm loving it. Yeah. Oh, go on, Stace. Dancing the waltz and telling the enduring love story of an Edwardian street urchin and Ariel the Mermaid, it's Joe Sugg and his partner, Diane. I'm confused by the styling of this. And by the styling, I mean those two more than anything. Like, what was Joe wearing? Like, what what was the point um, of that? From, it was just like clear, he just came out unclear. of the... But he looked like he just ran off the set of Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Uh, yes, I was expecting him to give us a or bit a of the old chim chimmery chim chimmery. Yeah, it, it was a bit, I've just been on the <laughs> roofs of London, Governor. Whereas, um, you could have had a costume that references the idea of Kermit and Miss Piggy without going full-on movie week cosplay. Yes. Um, like, a green shirt with a ballroom suit. And I suppose other people had pink dresses this week, so she couldn't have really had a pink dress. Plus, pink is difficult with her, with her hair. Um, she yeah. she pulled have pink in the jive, so Not impossible. she could have easily worn pink. Yeah, it it very much depends on how they light her. Um, I think I do wonder yeah. if they if they were maybe using the braces as a uh, as a posture corrector. Oh, maybe maybe you Very still some. have a posture brace on underneath. So yeah, that was interesting. Um, Elliot, is how common is the use of the posture brace in teaching guys to keep um, the frame right? I would say it's pretty common. I mean, I have definitely had the broom down each of the armholes of my shirt before to keep my frame there. Um, I have seen plenty of my other friends have the same one. I would say it's quite a common tactic to use, and it works more than anything. Um, yeah, it's it's very common. Another one about keeping connection is that they'll normally put a magazine between the pair of you, and the magazine can't drop, which is always fun. That's uh, a fun game. Oh, that is a good game. Or a nice shiny slidey magazine. Yeah. I'm sure Joe and they... Diane won't mind playing that. Or you put a penny in between the palm of your hands to keep your hands close together and the penny can't drop. There's lots of different games you can play. Um, my issue with Joe is that when he's not doing the character-driven dances, which he picked up on last week, is that he almost looks scared to fail now. There is some sort of internal fear blocking Joe's true personality coming through in the dances. Because you can still have that sort of fun, I'm enjoying it atmosphere in a waltz. And we just haven't seen it in three weeks now. And uh, it just I just think he's so in his head about getting it right and getting it spot on that we're losing Joe. And the way he's gonna win is that he needs to win over the neutral voter. Because yes, he has his fangirls, but if the others if the strictly fans pick one person to push behind, they could easily outweigh him in the final. Mm-hmm. So it all comes down to winning the neutral vote. And he's not winning it at the minute, it's just a bit he's just a bit wooden and frozen in the face he's not making it look fun he's making it no. look like a sort Difficult. of a terrifying ordeal uh, but he's improving he is improving but 
again, I said this for the third week running, we've lost Joe. Like, do we need to put him on a milk carton and, like, hand them out? Like, have you seen this personality? Hang on, though. We were complaining, uh, like, that Joe would never be allowed to do a sensible dance. Now he's done it. We're going, where's Joe? Uh, I think you can still have Joe, Joe being Joe in a sensible dance. Like, even if he just smiled, because he has such a warming smile, mm. as long as he, he just smiled, like, just looked like he was enjoying it, that would still give me Joe in a dance. Because when you see him in training and on his Instagram, and he's beaming ear to ear and, like, really enjoying it. But the second he gets on the Strictly floor, it just seems to vanish. It's, it's like... All the air has just been sucked out of the room. Well, he's got some fun options for next week. Um, Yay! I don't know whether... I don't know if he actually said what he was doing. Don't think so. No, so in Latin-wise, he's got salsa, samba, paso doble, and week six is typically where we start to see the male rumbas, but I think they should hold off on Joe doing a rumba just yet. It's already going to be terrifying in Halloween. Let's not add that. I mean, I don't know what you could do a salsa to in Halloween sort of music, but I'd be happy to see a Halloween salsa. That'd be fun. Probably, I mean, last year they danced to The Devil in You by Kylie Minogue, so I'm sure you can find some sort of, like, devil or somewhat satanic word in a fun camp song, and it's like, look, you're doing a salsa to this. I'm, I'm sure it's possible. And that way they can bust out the... Typical cat suit we see every single year, just in a different colour. Oh, Halloween costumes are just so. Joey's gonna have the devil horns, isn't he? He's gonna have the devil horns on. They're so uninspiring, Halloween costumes, really. <laughs> yeah, just. I think. <sighs> I do wonder whether, like. Whether he's a bit Samson like in the sense of having now put him in dance shoes, he's lost it. Instead of getting his hair cut. He's actually put the proper shoes on. Let's put him in dancing shoes. Yeah. And this is like... Trapped him. Um, I don't know. I, I I enjoyed it. But it, it wasn't... It wasn't in my top dancers. Um, they went out of sync a little bit at one point. So he was going up and Diane was going down. It's not um, what you want. Which was a little awkward. Um... No, not no walls. Uh, but it was only a small section, so that was good. Uh, yeah. Hang on, though. It, what it, if Joe gets a couple's choice for Halloween week? Oh, he could. Ooh. He could. Could. Get, I mean, get, I, get I, him I, in the burlesque. Get him. Yeah, I was going to say. Get some tassels on him. Um, I will. I will say that this is going to be slightly controversial, but I do feel like if he didn't have his fangirls, we could have seen Joe in the dance-off because he was in the middle of the running order. Um, after Stacey Samba, it went a bit flat and there was nothing really... There was no wow in that waltz, so it was quite forgettable. It was a bit like a really sweet wedding dance. It was, and Rainbow Connection is a really sweet song. And I was sort of like tilting my head and like swaying along with it because it's very sweet. But, you know, after Stacey Samba, you know... Everything was going to be blown out of the water by yeah, that. Yeah, I did, I did feel sorry for whoever had to follow that. And when you put a waltz after that as well, it's such a, again, a tonal shift. But I think it actually went the wrong way for Joe. Mm. Because 
if that sandball from Stacey was really messy, seeing a nice clean waltz would have been really lovely. But because we were on such like high from the dance before, this just felt a bit, eh. So I feel like he could have actually fallen into the dance off tonight. So he just. <laughs> thank God for, thank God for fangirls. Yes, I, I don't know what I want Joe to do, but I want something from him to like, kind of like push him back up into what we expected of him. But I don't know. I couldn't tell you. Oh, come on. He's going to ask yeah. about on Halloween. It's going to be <laughs> well. Like, they're going to be back to having fun. Right, here we go. Dancing the cha-cha-cha to an absolute tune. Well, the original, not the remix. En Vogue. Without En Vogue, there's no Spice Girls, no Little Mix, no Destiny's Child, no no Eternal, even. Um, yeah, it's Vic Hope and her partner Graziano. Vic. Oh, Vic. Imagine, imagine if she'd been dancing with literally yes. anybody else. This... <laughs> Like, I feel like even AJ would have... My issue is this. Yeah. I picked up within the first few bars, this song was way too fast to give to a novice. It was incredibly fast. Yeah, like, they yeah. could have slowed down the BPM. Like, again, again, I decided, I was like... I, after I watched it the first time, I played it back, and I, I didn't even watch the screen. I literally just listened to the music and put my routine to it, and I was like, this is way too fast. Like, no one can really keep up with this unless like you are a top 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 pro at the top of your game so giving this to a complete novice was it seems incredibly unfair and i i feel like i jinxed her just crazy like you could have just you could have just um like kicked the tempo of the on vogue original up a bit yeah i i, I do but like i said i feel like i just sort of like um, what's the word? Jinxer. Because I remember about an hour before the show, I said to you, Eddie, that Vic hasn't is the only act who's improved her score each week. She hasn't plateaued or gone backwards. And then she had a glorious fall from grace this week. Yeah. I'm just... I'm like, gutted. The, um, it would have been clear to anybody who was in the rehearsal room that that routine wasn't working. Because in the first section where they get into doing some cha-cha content, it's going so fast that she has no way of keeping up for it. And Graziano just takes her by the hips and moves her into the right position on the dance yeah. floor. Like, it was all... Not correct. It was all sort of slow, like the sort of like going down the stairs and then like she does like that big arm thing and then suddenly it's bang. You're like, whoa, where did this come from? Sort of thing. And... <sighs> I'm just gutted because I've I've loved her from day one. I love her personality, and I'm just gutted because I was really enjoying what she's doing. But again, Graziano made it about him, and it's cost Vic. A, it's, it's sent Vic home this time. She didn't have a second week to save herself this time. And and I'm still f- I'm fuming about the dance off. Honestly, I can't tell you. Just. You could see she was really trying to straighten her legs in the dance-off. You could really see it. And it was better. And, you know, I thought her, my issue was her legs looked locked in the first time. No, the routine was just bad. Anyway, yeah. we're not having Graziano back next year. I would be okay. very surprised. I'd be very surprised if he is back. He was he was demoted to selling hot dogs in the baseball routine. Yeah, that's true. I just generally 
I just, as soon as they started at the top of the stairs, I thought, rah, rah, because that's tricky. You've yeah. got to get down the stairs and onto the dance floor, and at some point, you need to start doing your dance. Um, I mean, I, I think the last... The only one that really sticks out to me that worked really well was Alexandra's uh, tango, I think. Yeah, because she danced down the stairs. Down the stairs. But generally, when they start that high up and then have to get down to the dance floor, that's never going to be a good start. And then to lose to that quick step in the dance-off, I just... Ugh. I'd, ugh. Just the injustice. The injustice yeah. of it all. Rage. Yeah, I'm just <sighs> just sad we've lost her because she was improving and it's it's so frustrating. And if it was someone like Ashley or Stacy or even Graham that knocked her out, I would feel a lot better, but Bloody Sean. This Yeah. yeah. I, that's the thing. I felt she deserved, even though they do say this dance alone has to be your decision. I felt like she deserved a sec- a chance to come back for redemption next week. Because apart from her drive, she hasn't had a bad dance. She has improved. She improved instantly from the drive. The thing is, though, in terms of future content, you're gonna get more exciting future content from keeping Katya and whoever she's dancing with in than Graziano and uh, and whoever he's dancing with, however much we like Vic. Yeah, that is true. Here's my suggestion. We ditch Sean and Grazia and Katya dances with Vic. That would be nice. <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be on board for that. That would be amazing. Great stuff together. Oh, wow. Okay. That's a nice idea. I just, I just felt so bad for Vic because you could just see she was devastated when Shirley sent her home. You could see it. It just, it, yeah. it just. You could see she was just loving every second, and she just didn't want it to end. And then you could see like the light switching off, like that's it, I'm out, and it was just devastating. I was on the sofa going, yeah. It was a proper can moment. <laughs> just, yeah. Oh. Well. Vic Hope, we absolutely love you. You were fabulous for five weeks, and we will yes. miss you. We'll miss you a lot. Yes. Fantastic stuff, Vic. If they ask you on the tour, do it. Oh, please um, do, and I'll and go and see you. Our, our sofa is always open to you. Dancing the Viennese waltz and writing a passionate love letter to Aliash something to which we can all relate. It's Kate Silverton and her partner, Aliash. Ah, This was undermarked. Distress. I I, I... I do feel like this one was just in the sort of the wrong place in the running order because I was still going, what? What? What happened to Vic there? Uh, when this well-executed, competent piece of loveliness happened. It was charming. It was very charming and very sweet. Um, it wasn't like a sort of rending your garments level of passion, um, but it, it's a Viennese waltz. It's not supposed to be. No. I, I think they, you know, conveyed what they wanted to very nicely. Her top line was great, as usual. She had a lovely flecker, which is a very tough step to do. 
she looked fantastic in her dress. Uh, yeah, I just... It was cute and it was sweet and I don't think the marks did it justice. No. No. Absolutely not. It was... She's rumbering next week. Oh, God. Vicky's going to love that, isn't she? <laughs> a spooky romba. Yes. You know, that, that's a bit dangerous because the last time Ali Ash did a rumba and Halloween week, he was in the bottom two with Abby Clancy. Oh, what were they dancing to? Oh, um, Stay by the Shakespeare Sisters. That's one of my favourite spooky, which I do, spooky, spooky I, wing songs. And I do love that song. As it is. So if Ali Ash wants to use that song again, sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, just or any form of sort of I'm gonna say sort of ghost lady ballad this this feels set up to like have like almost like Kate Bush like he's a Kate Bush song mm. obviously not Babushka but um, Wuthering Heights has been on before but it wasn't used entirely again with, with a straight face Again, with Ali Ash and Ali Ash was in the bottom two with that dance. Romba and Halloween week is just not a good combination for Ali Ash, American it? Smooth when he had it before, I think. No, it was the Romba with Alison Hammond because she was in the dance-off against Scott and Joanne. It and was he American, did the American Smooth. smooth. Alison, was Ali it? Ash, American Smooth, Wuthering Heights. I, th- I thought it was a Romba. Maybe just so much wafting yeah, going there was on. A, gosh, there was wafting. There was so much wafting. Um, I, I don't... Now I'm just thinking... Of the Kate, the Kate Bush video for um, the one where the song about um, uh, turning music into like a military weapon. Oh, cloud busting. Yes, because that's got a super creepy video that would be, but I don't think you could rumba to cloud busting. Uh, no, strictly by can make If you're it going work. to rumba, I think you're probably. <laughs> oh, you could be rumbering to uh, the sensual world. But that's not very spookloween. It's not very spooky no. at all. Again, we'll have to wait until Tuesday. Um, but yes, but back to this Viennese waltz. Any other notes for Kate and Aliash? I thought it had lovely storytelling um, in it. Uh, after last week's gap year samba, someone described it... Um, it was just really nice to see her back in hold and doing quite a lovely dance in a lovely frock. It was... Yeah. You can see she really enjoyed this performance. You can see she loves doing the ballroom. And I, this was one where, unlike the samba last week, I thought all the elements supported one another. So you had the sepia tone going from the dress to the graphics to the lighting to the big prop desk. And that would give. That's giving you the sort of the historical feel that she's wanting to uh, sh- give you through the storytelling. And this is one where, if the routine had really impressed me, this would be one of the ones where we're saying, "Yes, this is what we're about. This is the kind of storytelling uh, we like, where all of the elements are supporting one another." Hmm. I think everything sort of like flowed. You didn't really have to think about anything. You could just just sit and enjoy this performance. Yeah, you weren't ever going. What What does that mean? Why is there that? Yeah. And I'm when we're into dance like nine or ten on a Saturday night. I am all just for 
easy, disposable, cram it in my brain dancing where I don't have to well, think. Well, it's not about disposable. It's about making it, no, making it not jagged. Yes. Yeah. What's, what's the word I'm looking for? Coherent, yeah, I coherent think. Yeah, coherent rather than jagged. Mmm, yes. Speaking of coherent... Dancing the jive, sending Darcy into a tailspin, nailing the landing and embodying other aeronautical metaphors, it's Danny John Jules and his partner, Amy. Oh, um... um. Like I, I know it's the time of the series where the tens come out, and this was all impressive and everything. But was this the one that should have got a ten this week? Um, Emily, I would block your ears now if you're listening. In a word, no. Ah. Um, I'm sorry. I know we have so many dwarfies who on the podcast, and so many people love Danny John Jules, and he's a great character. This was not a ten jive. When we think about ten jives, we think of Louisa Litton with Vincent. We think of Jill Halfpenny. We think of Alexandra Burke. We think of Jay and Aliona. This doesn't com- come even close to them. Mainly for two reasons. When they were doing the side-by-side and the, uh, the camera was high up so you couldn't see their feet, really, is to give the picture, like, we're doing jive on a wing plane. It looked like he went wrong. Because I do sort of like a free step and it looked like he missed mm. it. And I had to watch it about five times to see if he actually got it or not. And he didn't pick up his heels once when he was doing the chassis. Yes, it was fast and there was a lot of content, but it was lazy from I the feet. I was missing retraction in the knees as well. Yeah, there was none of that. Like, he, And, his, and he, his toes were turning in. Honestly, I think people just weren't... I, I don't like to say this, but I'm going to say this. I think people are just shocked that an older gentleman could move that fast. Yeah, it's Danny John Jules. No, I don't... not shocked. I think... I don't think anyone expected Danny to do a jive like this, but my gripe was strictly is that there is no... What's the word? Sympathy vote. You shouldn't be getting any sympathy. You've agreed to do the show. You know, if Lauren can do this with one hand and Debbie can do this as an older woman, you know, they don't want the extra, like, sympathy. I wonder like, I wonder if I, the tens got whacked out for this one because they knew somebody had to get a ten this week and they hadn't given it to Stacey. I think, I think the ten should have been given to Stacey over this. And, uh... This is the thing, it, it feels like they're trying to force Danny is as the dark horse, as the contender, as the one to disrupt the top four. And I don't think he's going to be. I think this is going to be his highlight, and I just think he's just going to go back to middling for the rest of, until he's gone, which is going to be about Blackpool or the week yeah, after. Yeah, I don't think he's got the full range of physical expression that you need to get. Because, you know, there's Latin and ballroom dancers that require the sharpness of movement, and then there's also ones that require the softness and flowingness of movement, and he's never got yes. any of those. Yeah. Jive worked for him because you can be sharp and you can be, like, pointed, which is what we've criticised him on for the, for the cha-cha and the passo for being too over that. Jive, you can get away with it because of the speed, and we know Amy loves her jive from Dancing with Brian last year and t- last night as well. She loved it. And, you know, I'm happy for them. I'm happy Danny got a 10. I'm happy Amy got her first 10 as well. First time she's top of the leaderboard. It's all lovely, but I just feel like it was misplaced. And the fact that we're going to go back to this as, as the first 10 of the series, I'm just a little let so down. It, it, it was a storyline 10. 
Yeah. It, I mean, Alexandra Burke was not meant to get three tens in week three last year, but it was that good. You couldn't yeah. help it. This felt like it's week five. We need to have like a 10 now because we're getting a lot of 35s and 36s. We need something to shake the apple cart a bit. So they just picked Danny as that person this week. Just, uh, start, I'm sure you don't need it. So um, I've got him down as having an American smooth next week. I don't know why. You know, because he's done one already. He did it in the opening week. I'm sure he did... It was a foxtrot, apparently, in week one. Was it? Yeah, I Well, as I'm going to come on to... (laughs) Oh, it was a foxtrot. It is listed as a foxtrot. So, yeah, Yeah, good for being For some reason, I've got him down as an American Smooth next week. Anyway, um, more about foxtrots. Dancing the foxtrot. Wait... No one dances Foxtrot anymore. It's just another American smooth. It's Feitosa and her partner Giovanni. This had the same problem as Ashley's routine for me in that it was very nice, very competent, but also I would have been like just as happy if it wasn't in the show. It sort of, it didn't matter to me. It was wafty. And they seem to spend a lot of time out of hold. Yeah, it was, again, it was fine, but I've got to say straight away, why the hell did Giovanni put in hip rocks? That was just a weird step which did not need to be put in. Yeah, I thought that was, even though the music... I I paused and I was like, what was that? (laughs) does a thing there, but I think the thing, if you're dancing a foxtrot, the thing you should do in response to a bumpy bit in the music is a foxtrot step. Or you go into an over, a very quick throwaway oversway and you turn your head in time with the music. Not what almost looked like very raunchy hip rocks because they were not like little susser ones. Like she was like, they were both really going for it with their hips. And then we had autumn leaves falling from the sky. And it, <laughs> this was just a bit of a mess. I mean, her top line was lovely. The bit of Foxtrot she did do was very nice. She had a lovely shade of purple on her. I'm a sucker for purple. It was just... It felt like, again, it felt like they were trying to recreate the charm that Debbie and Giovanni had in their Foxtrot last year, but the producers need to give up on that. No no one is going to recreate the charm Debbie had. Debbie and Giovanni had. It feels like they're trying to make Faye into another Debbie, and it's not going to happen, because what they had was... Lightning in a bottle. Mm, yeah, you can't force mm. chemistry. No, and their their chemistry was just instantaneous and genuine. Mm. And I don't feel a genuine chemistry between Faye and Giovanni yet. No, she's a bit like Louise when she was on the show, just sort of happy to be there, but it's not really sh- shook her to a core yet. It, it yeah. was a perfectly nice dance it just did not do anything for me and that's a shame what a pity lovely frock dancing the couple's choice street dance and showing that the strictly band are a pretty credible funk outfit it's charles venn and his partner karen dressed as mustard and ketchup And next week, uh, salt and pepper. Push it real good. Push it. 
Let's uh, talk about sex, baby. Let's not. It's a family show. Uh, oh, come <laughs> Can we not with Shots and Karen? Oh, no. Oh, there's a, there's a wormhole my mind went to. Oh, oh no. No. Um, so, no. I, so, the couple's choice, right? I think that it's early days with these things yet, but I think the couples should use their couple's choice to surprise us. Whereas I just, I just yeah. didn't find it surprising, this routine, at all. Again, this... This wasn't street. This was soul and funk dancing. Like, the music wasn't street dance. The The outfits weren't street. The performance wasn't street dance. I've done street dance years ago, and none of this read as street dance. I mean, I didn't go to Ketchup and Mustard. I went, this is a weird cartoon mashup of Kermit the Frog starring Carmen Sandiego. Oh, Karen would make quite a good live-action <laughs> Carmen Sandiego in uh, Where in the World is Carmen Sandiego the Musical? Oh, yeah. Although like, it is going to be Gina Rodriguez. Re- is that happening? Uh, yes. Oh, gosh. <laughs> it's going to be amazing. I can't wait. Um, but, uh, no, I mean, he was definitely a zoot in a zoot suit. Uh, I know some people were slightly confused and were like, why is he dressed like the mask? I'm like, no, there's a long history of zoot suits. It's more like the mask is dressed like him. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I enjoyed this. I actually warmed to Charles Moore in this dance. It felt more like a team effort. Um, and then they did have a heartwarming VT. Uh, but then he went back to talking about himself in the third person. And so I didn't see their VT. Was he, did he finally get the hint of, oh, the public don't like me well, because I'm insufferable? Elliot, right. Okay, let's try and describe his VT. <laughs> um, he, he started out talking about how he grew up in the part of London that Grenfell is in, and then he went to right. a community centre to show the kids from round from where he grew up that you can be anything if you try and, and nice. a nice talk about his mum yeah and his dad um it, it was a it was quite a humanizing one and it did make me feel cynically like the producer had gone right we need to really ramp up the child's Sven is an entirely nice human being angle um and not just saying his affirmations out loud. Yes. Um, He's not just hashtag blessed. Oh, he is very blessed. I like the stance. He's very blessed. Yeah, I... Um, it just... I like the stance, but yeah. It just had me thinking, right, okay, so you've broken out your couple's choice street dance. You've put it on right at the end. This is this is the length that you've got to go to to stay out of the bottom two because you are having that kind of problem with your public vote. Yes. Yeah. I just, and I, I know we won't get it next week, but can we please, just for a single week, just hide all the props from Charles and Karen? No. Because they've had a prop every single week since their cha-cha, and I'm just over the props because it just feels like wasting time. And I, doesn't, I didn't get anything different. If we didn't have a disco cha-cha and a disco salsa from Charles, this would have been refreshing and another side of his personality. But we've seen this before. But we've seen this sort of like up here, confident, you know, swaggery man from him. We saw it last week. 
And I just, I want vulnerability from him, I think. I want to see him be vulnerable. And he's not allowing it. Week six, so could... male rumba, vulnerable. Oh, like those two are going to do a vulnerable rumba. It's going to be awkward and stiff and it's going to make me want to vomit. What about a vulnerable waltz? I'll take that. A vulnerable waltz is better than a... Because vulner- a... do we really think Charles can do a vulnerable rumba? He's an actor. True. I, I, I honestly think they're just keeping him in because they haven't been able to get Joe McFadden on the show yet. I am still holding out to that. The second Joe appears in his VT, he is out the door. <laughs> I I am starting to think it's a thing that Joe won't come back on the show to reprise a, a routine. Yeah. yeah he, it's it's going to be dangerous for him now, isn't it, after the event? <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, because he would presumably have to drop in on Katya. Uh, oh gosh, maybe mm. maybe he'll come in at Blackpool. Maybe Joe will come in for Blackpool and do a special thing. Yeah, we can hope, but we shouldn't hold our breaths. So right, that was all of the dancers. Week five's a weird week, isn't it? It's a bit. It is a bit nothing. It's, it's when we start to see, like, more acclamation, like, or more affirmation of who will be here a lot longer and who will be gone in about three weeks. And I think we got that this week because I'm, I don't hold, I don't think we're going to see Rowan for much longer. As much as I love him, he is starting to fall behind, as is Lauren and as is Sean. So I think they're next on the shopping block. The thing is, though, I can see Sean surviving a Lauren versus Sean dance-off. Lauren needs to come out of her shell again. Like, I, 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 I feel like she's the only one who's not had a breakthrough moment out of all the stars at the minute. She hasn't had a wow week yet, mm. and she needs it next week. Otherwise, she is going home. Absolutely. Also, we have to start getting through the boys. We are now at three girls left the show. One of the gents is out. Um, so Dr. Range is our sort and and Sean are sort of our next lowest skill level gents who are probably going to be on their way but we think Dr. Range has this tremendous public vote so he might be out the bottom two for a while and Sean is probably out next week or the week after yeah I think, um, I I think would... also it's going to be hard for Charles Venn to do something next week that reaches such giddy heights in scoring. I mean, Halloween week always throws up a shock bottom two act. Like I said, we've seen that's when we saw Abby in there. You know, uh, Halloween week always throws up a bit of a surprise because they focus so much on the theming, the dance gets lost. So this could be the week we see like Ashley versus Sean or Kate versus Sean. Oh, wow. And trust me, I do not want Kate in that bottom two yet. I'm not ready to see her go yet at all. Absolutely but not. I think this is the week we could see Ashley slip up and fall down to the bottom two, potentially. Ooh, I mean, you know, depending on how naff the Charleston goes. is. Yeah, it depends yeah. on how everything goes. And, you know, like I said, the Charleston could be amazing or it could fall absolutely flat. And, you know, she... and also... It's always a worry when someone's like really overexcited for a dance, and then it will it, it can get away from them, and then it, yeah. Ashley's just Next. excited about all of them. She claimed to be excited about doing the rumba. She's weird. 
<laughs> She's weird. And it's... there's multiple pl- people on this show who just eat whole rotisserie chickens. <laughs> it's going to be an interesting show next week. It's going to be very, very interesting. Speaking of people uh... who eat whole rotisserie chickens, if you aren't watching Shirley Ballas's Insta stories on show day, you are missing a treat. She does a sort of a very weird walk round of her dressing room. Um, this week she did it wearing a spangly suit jacket and nothing else, uh, where she shows off her selection of jewellery, all of her makeup, her selection of frocks and shoes, and her whole rotisserie chicken. <laughs> I, I, would okay. lo- I would just love to see the list come through in a PA like of her green room demands. It's like, right, how do I get this past the BBC without t- without them thinking she's completely fallen off the wagon? <laughs> Apparently it's what dancers eat, just whole chickens. Um, So, slightly reduced numbers, but we'll do Frock of the Week. Uh, Elliot. Oh, um... I'm between two, let me think, and it's quite frustrating because they're both previous Frock of the Week winners. So... Just as a final send-off, I'm going to give it to Vic because I did love her cha-cha dress, but the other one was Kate because I did love her dress as well. But it's going to be Vic just as a final send-off and I'm gutted we won't see her in many a more neon colour. Meg. I'm also trapped between two. Um, it's either Kate or Stacy, And I I loved Kate's, but Stacy's after it went full pineapple. Oh my so, god! Um, so I'm going the, for that one. It went the full pineapple and the rest of the fruit salad. Um, we're gonna have to award a in joint, a wind tunnel covered in feathers. We're gonna have to award a joint frock of the week because I am stuck between Stacy and Vic as well. <laughs> oh, they were both brilliant dresses. Yeah, well, it, it's frocks of the week. Okay, so joint winners of frocks Tops of the week. Uh, well, bodysuits and accessories of the week. It's Vic and Stacy. Proving this week when all else fails, just stick on some fringing and feathers and you'll be fine. Yes, it's all about the embellishment. Um, so, I think that about wraps things up. Any uh, last Bon Mo before we run screaming into the night. I just have the no coat idea. Was robbed. I have <laughs> no idea which way the series is gonna go now. Like I've listened back to our previous podcasts and I sound like such an idiot for my predictions versus what's happened right now. So anything I say, I could be totally wrong, but it makes it all the more fun that God help my my stress and my heart because Would- I lost I, I can't lose another favourite. I've lost Vic and I can't lose another next week. We are just going to keep saying wrong things with perfect confidence all the way through to Christmas. This of has course. been the Keep Dancing <laughs> podcast. Um, I've been joined by Meg and Elliot. Good. I've been Ellie, so good night, Meg. Good night. Good night, Elliot. Night, night. Good night, everybody. Keep dancing. Keep dancing.